0: Welcome to the Take Care Sis Podcast with me, Ki,
1: and Kiki. Join two friends for a conversation around self-care in real life. We'll talk about anything on the spectrum from bubble baths, to setting boundaries, to managing friendships, and more. As your sisters, we also just want to provide a weekly check-in. You know, like big sis asking
0: little sis, sis, you good? So, come on in, sis. Let's talk about how we can take better care of ourselves. What's up, Kiki? <clears throat> oh, hey, my God.
1: You, you get that, thro- that frog out your throat. Hey, oh, my God.
2: We'll need that. What's up, Kiki? How are you today? Today has been a day. Uh-huh. Yeah, I feel the
0: same way. Yeah, slightly stressful day. You know, there was a lot of highs and lows. Had a good workout. Then my job was stressful. We're recording. My mic won't work. You know,
2: lots of ups and downs. The usual. I said the usual.
1: Um, I feel the same way. I'm a little tired because I literally just walked in the door, put some food on the stove. So at some point, I'm going to have to get up and turn it off. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm here. Bought well,
0: My salad earlier for afterwards. So we're good to go.
1: <laughs> I bought, um. so I'm trying to buy things that are easier for me to make during the week. So either I'm buying boxed lunches. Like I know they ain't the best thing, but I am a big advocate for fighting decision fatigue. I don't wanna have to make a whole bunch of decisions. So I will go and buy those dinners for lunch and that way I can still go to the gym during my lunch break. So I'm just trying to so I bought a PF Chang's beef and broccoli bag that you just throw on the stove. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna eat when we finish. It smells good.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I don't I don't enjoy cooking. So yep. I'm I'm so, totally.
1: And especially
0: during the you're right, during working from home, like even though I'm here at the house, it still takes effort and energy and time for me to step away to make sure that I'm cooking or whatever. So and again, it's another decision I gotta make. So yeah, I've started doing the same thing. Um I go to my Trevery's Jones, my Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. and buy some of them like they'll have like cauliflower rice or they'll have some type of pasta whatever get a protein you can
1: right i was about to say stuff that you can piece together that's mm-hmm. easier yeah that's me i will buy those bags and put them in the in the uh, pot let them you know simmer that's what it's doing right now so yeah Decision fatigue is real, y'all. We don't have an episode on that because I'm an advocate for not making as many decisions during the day. We got enough stuff to do, and we be tired. So, hey. amen. amen.
2: You do anything special this weekend for you? No.
0: Um, I had a bunch of sorority stuff to do. Um, And then I had a cute little self-care Sunday that I documented.
2: So I got content. Proud of you. I was at a
1: recital this weekend, so.
2: Your goddaughter?
1: She had her first dance recital, so.
0: Oh, did she have all the tutu and stockings?
1: Of course. (laughs) Of course. And she was just, you know dancing around the stage and she had a little solo part that I didn't get because I stopped recording right at the time that she had her little part so now I'm gonna have to ask her mama to send me the video the full length video because it was so cute I was like wait wait she got a whole part in this <laughs> that's rude if her mom did not tell you that <laughs> I'm
0: gonna go ahead yeah that was I'll
1: tell you that we was all on the road you know the whole family was all on the road, so we was like, "I oh, know she didn't have a whole solo part, but she did good. I'm proud of her, and she's growing up too fast because I just, I really want to do a Facebook post and be like, can y'all tell y'all kids to stop growing? Because I'm sick of y'all making me feel like I'm old. I'm sick of this. Like, I don't even know half these kids, and I'll be like, I remember when she posted you when you was a baby, and now you're 13, 15, maybe 20, graduating high school. I stop okay my his best friend
0: i follow on we follow each other on social media and like her baby turned five today and i was like mm-hmm. we just met him
1: yeah my best friend's baby and she's not a baby that girl a full what 13 years old and she'll be sending me pictures like i don't have a baby anymore i'm like i know i remember when i was holding her when you when you had her
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yep. I'm yeah. just I'm um, I can't like I already feel old enough. Y'all y'all and these kids is not helping. But also I have I wanna show and tell y'all. <laughs> Kid gonna be like, What the heck is this? Look what I bought. I
2: already know what that is.
1: i did i bought it so the significance of this is i have the original aerial microphone that came along with the (laughs) sing-along dv not
2: dvd vhs i still got that
1: at my parents house so now this is added to my collection because i had to i just had to so now when we uh when
2: we do the song, the intro songs. That's as bad as me grabbing for my mic that don't work.
1: <laughs> I mean I got the real mic here, but you know I think this is cuter.
0: <laughs> can anyone can tell me a, a mic that is compatible with an iPhone, please let me know. Cause I don't went through two mics at this point.
1: I think you just have to figure out your settings,
2: friend. Let's move
1: on. Okay. That was my show and tell, so when we go into our song, I'll be singing with my mic. <laughs> I don't care. Jojo Mama. I don't care.
2: What, what did we talk about last week, friend? <laughs>
1: I don't like how you brushed off my show and tell. My item, my thingamabob, is beautiful. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Last week, we talked about a lot of things, y'all. We had a good old for the culture episode where we talked about all the topics that we haven't had a chance to talk about because, you know, we try to keep our for the Culture short, but last week we went into it. We dove into all the topics. We talked about all the mess. All the mess. All the mess. So if you didn't catch the mess, go back and catch it. Okay? Catch the mess. A whole episode of mess. We got to do a dump every once in a while of all the mess that's going on <laughs> to reset and come back with something better. So yeah, that was our episode last week. And if you haven't listened to it, talk go listen to it, please. Yeah.
2: You didn't put the light on.
1: Hmm. <laughs> I forgot that thing made a noise. I was trying to do the light, but. Fun
2: culture. Fun culture. For the culture, for the culture, for the culture, we're going to get into some topics.
1: (laughs) If you would stop looking at me and shaking your head, I would appreciate it, ma'am.
2: Anywho, We don't
1: have much for you today. But just an update, because y'all, I mean, y'all knew this was coming. The Senate passed a bill to block Biden's loan forgiveness. Last week we talked about the House did it. Um, it was another episode of some of the Democrats moved over to the Republican side. I don't have the specifics like I did last week, but yeah. So and y'all know Biden is supposed to be vetoing it but you know what is that gonna do so we know that we we just we're not gonna get anything forgiven y'all unless you work in uh what is it public service yeah unless you work in public service you know you're a teacher or something you might as well be able to uh start thinking about paying your your loans back August 30th.
0: Nonprofit professionals as well.
2: Okay. Nonprofit, if you work for the county, the state.
1: Let me go change my career real quick, because I need this to be gone. Girl. But anyway, so that... That happened, and then the next thing I wanted to talk about was um Tyler James Williams, y'all know little dude from across the street. Everybody hates Chris. Um, also Abbott Elementary. Oh
0: my god! Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So him, you know, and he's a very quirky guy. So he dresses very quirky. Has a he has his own style. Um. But you know, people be floating around running their mouth all the time. And you know, people was talking about, is he gay? Oh my god, his mannerisms, you know, that they have taken this and ran with it and think that this man is gay. Personally, nothing about this man has ever given me gay, gay. vibes. <laughs> but who am I? Who are me? Who are me? Um, who are me? <laughs> so i'm just like what but apparently he has spoken out if i leave my boy alone right because why y'all why y'all messing with him first of all he ain't done nothing to you but he's spoken out and i just wanted to it's kind of a long twitter post but i wanted to read it because i felt like it summed up everything perfectly so he said usually i wouldn't address stuff like this but i felt like it as a, I feel like it as a conversation is bigger than me. I'm not gay, but I think the culture of trying to find some kind of hidden trait or behavior that a closeted person lets slip is very dangerous. Overanalyzing someone's behavior in an attempt to catch them directly contributes to the anxiety a lot of queer and queer questioning people feel when they fear living in their truth. It makes the most pedestrian of conversations and interactions in spaces feel less safe for our gay brothers and sisters and those who may be questioning. It also reinforces an archetype many straight men have to live under that is oftentimes unrealistic, less free, and limits individual expression. He says, he also says, I've been very clear about the intentionality I try to put into using my platform to push back against those archetypes every chance that I get. Being straight doesn't look one way. Being gay doesn't look one way. And what may seem like harmless fun and conversation may actually be sending a dangerous message to those struggling with real issues. I refuse to inadvertently contribute to that message. Happy pride to all of my queer and queer questioning brothers, sisters, and individuals. I pray that you feel seen in ways that make you feel safe in the celebration that is this month. As an ally, I continue to be committed to assisting in that where I can, and helping to cultivate a future where we all are accepted and given permission to be ourselves. I just thought that was like, it summed up everything and actually showed compassion and his allyship. But like, it's Pride Month, you know, and everybody's homophobes are coming out of the woodwork everywhere. Um, Go for (laughs) it. Go back into the uh, woods. I couldn't resist reading it because I just thought it was worded so well. So No, it's
0: it's it's very poignant to me because not so long ago, uh, February, um, y'all remember when Mr. was on he was everywhere because you know he was hot a couple of weeks ago. Um what's that man name. Tyler James Woods? Mm-hmm. who, the guy that was on the cover of like Essence and all those stuff, oh, um, Opposite of my
1: baby daddy Michael B Jordan, yeah, I know, I just can't he always making
0: hey, we've talked about him every week
1: yes let me let me Google real quick because, okay.
0: but anyway, so, as Dude's popularity was was climbing and rising, right, um. In January, all, he was all the buzz because a picture was put out um, in the press. No, in December, sorry. Um, a picture was put out in the press of him and Michael B. Jordan embracing. Oh, that's gay. That's gay. What? Okay.
1: Um, it was Jonathan Majors. Jonathan
0: yes. Majors, yeah. So in December, Jonathan Majors and Anthony, Michael B. Jordan were gay because they were embracing um, then it got worse because in February, Michael B. Jordan did that, um, essence photo shoot and he was in the pink mm-hmm. and he, oh, he had his shirt off, which is hella masculine. There was nothing effeminate about him in this photo shoot, but the internet was on fire talking about the gay agenda and this isn't, and, and they just trying to put it on us and he's gay and da, 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 da. da. So I loved it tyler will tyler tyler um is reinforcing that because we've got to stop like if we're going to give space to our black men to be whatever it is that they're going to be if they're going to be thugs if they're going to be gay if they're going to be rich if they're going to be republican if they're going to be conservative whatever black men want to be we need to allow them to be that right just like you would want for black women just for like you would want for white women white men you, you know what i mean right gotta let them be and we have to let go of these stereotypes and 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 as tyler j williams said um archetypes of like what masculine heterosexual what that looks like like let that shit go like let it go
1: i really wish they would because y'all go back
0: to the closet homophones go back
1: (laughs) y'all really get on my nerves like he don't look gay what does gay
0: look like Every Pride Month, y'all irk my ever living soul. Listen, these people. Listen, we got Black History Month. The Asians got AAPI Month. Um, Native Americans got Day Month. Everybody got a month.
2: Give the Pride, give the gay people their month. <laughs> they ain't
0: even bother you. They just want to. They just want to celebrate. That's it. Like, if no one's ever been to a Pride celebration, like it's about embracing your individuality, right? And that's what I think I love the most about um, LGBTQIA people. Well, not A, not IA, but LGBTQI people. What I love is they are often unapologetically them and they want to express that. And that's what happens during the month of June. Whereas they might be quiet, downtoned, whatever, all year come June. It's like Christian Christmas or Christian Christian December. This day month, let them have their month. It's not bothering you if you are heterosexual. Guess what? It's not going to jump on you. It's not going to turn you. It's not going to do none of that. Let them people do what they want. Right. Go back in the closet, homophobes. Go wherever you came from. Go back wherever you were in May. Go go back there to Mental Health Month. Go just go. That's it. That's
2: That's all it's like we can coexist y'all we can coexist it's
1: not that hard so that was, that was a good introduction to pride month so happy pride to all of our brothers and sisters everyone who identifies as they identify happy pride
0: yep, yep. um okay so in addition to June being Pride Month, um, let me just go ahead and say that there are other institutions that or specific institutions that do not celebrate Pride in June. Um, specifically, I know a lot of BIPOC and more specifically, like I know around here um, in the RDU, um, the Black LGBTQ groups will celebrate another month. So y'all just go on and go back in the crevices where you crawled from. Go back, you homophobes, because they're not going <laughs> to celebrate. That's it. Um, so anyway, June is Black Music Month, and we are always going to acknowledge this because it's just who we are as people. Um, and we are both big music heads. Um, maybe in different ways, but music deeply impacts us And mostly in positive ways, sometimes, sort of. Um, But let's come with music as a more broad subject. Um, So let's think about sounds, right? Now, we both love music and it boosts our mood. It can hype us up or it can calm us down. Music can invoke a range of emotions as well. So if music can do this, we know sounds in general can affect us. And for those who have have experienced one of Kiki's lovely sound baths at one of our Take Care Sis events, one of our day of rests. We have another one coming up in September. Um, But if you've experienced a sound bowl or if you haven't, come. Um, If you've experienced a sound bowl and you know that the sound of singing bowls, crystal bowls, tuning forks, ocean drums, steel tongue drums, all of them, these sounds have a direct effect on our nervous system. So this week we will talk about how sound affects us and it can affect us emotionally and mentally and sometimes
2: even spiritually.
1: It's time for our theme song, y'all. We got a new EP this month. (laughs) We got a new EP this month. So we're talking about sounds, right? And in my head, what kept coming up (laughs) So what? You and the mic, Jesus Christ. So what kept coming in my head was um, feels good by um Tony Tony Tony. Y'all ready? Oh this is a simple song. You ain't even gotta worry about this. It sounds good. Yay.
2: Yeah. Sounds good. Yay. Yeah. Sounds good. Yay. Yeah. It sounds good. Yay. Yeah. Okay. I'm done. See?
1: Why are you looking at me like this? I'm about to do a change.org petition against Key's faces for me on this podcast. So, y'all ready to sign it? I'm going to send it out. Okay? Okay. Anyways, let's talk about the study of sound. (laughs) She ain't like my song. Anyway, I don't care. Let's talk about the study of sound. So according to the Britannica, acoustics is the science concerned with the production, control, transmission, reception, and effects of sound. Now, psychoacoustics is the study of sound, which includes the psychological and physiological responses to any sounds, music, and speech. Also, it's the study of physical effects of sound on our biological systems. I wonder if they studied Nuck If You Buck. Sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. They should, because, I mean, it make you want to get up. It's an anthem. If you book. It's a positive
0: affirmation. If you buck, boy. It an effect. Mm-hmm. Like, so many, so many life lessons in Nuck If You Buck. And mm-hmm. I wonder, you know,
2: that's just one. I, was,
1: I had the urge to say, "Hey yo, we knocking and bucking and ready to fight." <laughs> I'm sorry. Anywhos? So sound affects our perception of depth, our speed and motion, and in relation to music, sound is a direct cognitive response to our memories. And this response in memory links directly to our emotions. So this is why we can remember songs so well from many years ago, no matter how small, whether they cause a positive or negative emotion. And this is also how we can associate certain sounds with certain events. This is why I can remember every word to the Little Mermaid songs in the theater and recite it word for word and not miss me. Mm -hmm. So in general, we will talk a little bit about how sound, especially music, affects our brain, which is our mind, our body, and our emotions.
0: But in what ways does sound affect our body? Um, Let's talk about this, right? Um, So first, we have physiologically. If you think about it, the body is made of 75% water, which makes us good us us as beings good conductors of sound um think about how when you put water into a sound bowl and play it the water vibrates really well and how easily it vibrates through our bodies because we're good conductors um and it flows well with sound um this explains how easily by um sound vibrates through our body. This is also how deaf people can actually, you'll you'll hear them say they hear the vibrations. Um, They may not hear the music. They may not understand the words, but they can hear the vibrations. They can hear the bass and the beat. Your ability to hear sound is a primary warning sense, primary. Um, So when you hear a sudden noise, your body processes it as a threat. It comes flight or flight. Your body immediately releases levels of cortisol, which increases your heartbeat. Okay, Um, or at least that's what happens in Black people. (laughs) And then we run. It happens to everybody. I was just probably not even sound. I was just probably like, we see other people running, and then, yes. That's that's the main reason. (laughs) Psychologically, in terms of music, think about how some, some songs make you happy, some make you sad. Kiki singing makes me feel away some make you feel lonely depressed excited and just so on and so forth i actually love kiki singing this is their mic that's taking me over
1: <laughs> pause because i use my first mic if y'all <laughs> if y'all don't follow me on instagram already i did a rendition of the little mermaid song with my old mic not this one my old mic so go check it out That's me actually singing, not this play stuff that we be doing up here.
0: (laughs) I know she's coming back with part two. Just saying. Um, But not only does music make you feel this way, think about how birds chirping can make you feel calm or relaxed or ocean waves um, or birds can annoy you. And yeah. Uh, think about how certain sounds calm us at night, such as lo-fi beats, sound bowls, ocean sounds, rain sounds, white noise, nature noise, thunderstorms, all of that. That's you. That's a calming effect. Cognitively, um, the sounds around us also affect how we work. Think about when you're cleaning, how you want more upbeat music to keep you motivated and continue cleaning. Or you want to hear what your mom and them listened to when she was clean. Mm-hmm, yep. Or when you're completing something like homework or a task, you may prefer to work in silence or some type of steady beats, study beats, steady beats, lo-fi beats, jazz, or songs with no lyrics. And songs with no lyrics are super important since the most distracting sound is a human voice. (laughs) Um, So when you're performing cognitive tasks, it's hard to concentrate when people are talking around you. This... um, This is why I work from home. Mm -hmm. Because that whole cubicle thing is not for me.
1: Because it's too much. Yeah, I work. So I work in a cubicle. And my cubicle is located in the corner. Like, so there are offices. But mine is, like, on the corner. So everybody decides to have conversations around my cubicle. And I'm just like, this is why I stay with my headphones in all day long. Like, I probably be annoying people all day. But. Y'all be talking too much. I'm trying to do some work and go home. <laughs> but yeah, it makes me rethink that. Like, why, if the human voice is distracting, why do they have open cubicles for everyone instead of just lining up offices around the wall?
0: Because <laughs> somebody said somewhere. Anyway. <clears throat> Hmm. Behaviorally. That's the last one. Naturally, we move towards pleasant sounds and away from loud and unpleasant sounds. Now pleasant sounds are different for each person, especially when it comes to music. Some people move towards more upbeat music in general, while others go to more relaxing. Also think about how pleasant sounds may be ASMR-ish. Um, sounds people eating, people smacking, people crunching things. Mm-hmm. Um those actually all annoy the hell living shit out of me out of me
1: yes mm-hmm. i agree because i cannot stand anything that says asmr i skip past it. i do not want to hear you clicking Ugh. the mic i don't want to hear you doing that i don't want to hear nails on the chalkboard i don't want to hear you smacking i don't want to watch i don't even want, like to watch mukbangs please don't i don't want to see y'all smacking on camera i don't
2: fine never mm
1: no Yeah, so let's talk about how sound is processed in the brain. And I have to include this in here because I came across an article from Harvard. Um, And it kind of
2: explained.
1: (laughs) And it just explained the process of how sound travels to the brain and where it disperses. So let's talk about the neurobiological effects of music and sound on the brain. So, according to Doctor Samata Sharma, God
0: friend, because I would have never got
1: that. <laughs> it starts with sound waves entering the ear, striking the eardrum, and causing vibrations that are converted into electric si- signals.
0: All oh, my biology friends, this is completely <laughs> back ain't it, friend. Anyway. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. So these signals travel by sensory nerves to the brainstem. And the brain's message relay station, oh, that's the brain's message relay station for auditory information. Then they disperse to active auditory cortices, the hearing cortices, and many other parts of the brain. So it's important to know that different parts of the brain are activated depending on the type of music or sound. For example, melodic versus dissonant and whether we're listening, playing, learning, or composing music. And of course, loud sounds, doors slamming, people screaming, crying versus laughter, all of that. So let's talk, get a little deeper into this, right? So the temporal lobe, including specific temporal gyri? Gyri? All right, thank you. which are bulges on the side of the brain's wrinkled surface that help process tone and pitch. The cerebellum, which helps process and regulate rhythmic timing and physical movement. (laughs) The amygdala and the hippocampus also play a role in emotions and and memories. And so these various parts of the brain's Oh, and various parts of the brain's reward system. Why can't I read this stuff right today? Anyways, so according to Dr. David Silversley, all of these areas must work together in concert to integrate the various layers of sound across space and time for us to perceive a series of sounds as a musical composition.
0: So I just want you to think about like any various head injury or something like that, like the slightest of things can grow up your hearing. Um, You could, one that people don't often think about is like water in your ear, or if you, and this happens to me, I don't know what the cause is it, but um, I have hyper, um, the the glands in my ear that produce earwax, they work, right? So yeah, you can get too much earwax in your ear And it's going to begin to throw the whole thing off from the beginning. Um, So, yeah, you got to think about that.
2: Definitely. Mm -hmm. So how sound
0: affects our memory and emotions. Sound, especially music, is a direct cognitive response to our memories, according to the independent hearing professionals. So memories, music, closely tied. Almost as strong as smell, but closely tied um directly directly links to our emotions, so this is why we can remember songs from well from many years ago, no matter how small or whether they cause a positive or negative emotion. so when y'all be listening to Mary J, I'm not gonna cry, and you think about that breakup that you had in nineteen eighty nine when it came out or
2: nineteen
0: ninety three mhm mhm um because sounds associated with memories we can also associate certain sounds with certain events everybody who's ever attended a baseball game knows that dun 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 like if you if that was the actual sound like you wouldn't even you wouldn't even like have to think twice oh baseball right
2: um, according to Dr do I say it Kiki?
0: Silver, 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 according to Dr. Silversweet, music can alter brain structure and function both after immediate and repeated exposure. He also says, for example, if you play an instrument like the violin, the areas in your brain that are associated with the frequencies of the violin are more stimulated, and the synaptic connections are richer. This is why they often tell people or parents, they encourage parents to make their kids play um, instruments because it enriches the brain. So people think that it naturally makes you more intelligent. It does. Not always academic. It makes you intelligent, but it could be musically intelligent. Mm -hmm. Um, As we all know, and may have experienced in real life, music has healing abilities. So an example, according... (laughs)
1: <laughs> According to both Dr. Silbersweig and Dr. Nikki Haddad, there you go.
0: Playing a march or other rhythmic piece for people with Parkinson's disease stimulates the brain circuits to get them, that gets them physically moving. Similarly, people with short-term memory loss from Alzheimer's disease often recognize familiar songs like Happy Birthday because that's memory encoded into their brain's long-term memory. So I don't know if that's the best example of um how music has healing abilities um but it definitely is associated with memory and your brain function and all that other stuff i think a a good example of music having healing abilities i think that really goes to this is a little controversial but the people like it um this goes into like what we do kiki and when or what you do when you have your sound bowl and whatever like I promise you, if you've ever sat in a sound bowl, like literally it can take you from here to there, right? Um, You may come in worried about things, you're now calm. You come in, you may be stressed, upset. You're now, you you might not necessarily be happy, but you're way more calmer. So I think that that is a very good option of healing abilities because it
1: traverses
0: brainwaves and stuff.
1: So also like, the sound bowls and stuff are used in Reiki sessions. So I don't know if, if y'all don't know what Reiki is. It's kind of like, if you think about, if you take the Christianity out of laying hands, like you actually use that same concept to help heal different chakras in people's bodies, different uh meridians, you know, the centers in your body for different things. They do the same thing with sound bowls. So like you'll see reiki professionals using sound bowls on actually on somebody's body so they'll put the sound bowl at your chakra center and then play it and that vibration is supposed to help you know open that chakra center or you know break up the emotions that are associated with it and also found out today because i was like Oh, everybody, you know, not everybody likes sound bowls. Not everybody responds the same way to it. So apparently I was watching a live today and they were, it was from one of the sound bowl stores. They were doing a giveaway. So I was watching it. And one of the ladies in the comments was like, every time me and my sister, um, experience sound bowls, we start shaking real bad. Like it wasn't a good feeling. And I was like, oh, that's the first time I've heard that. But it also gave me perspective. Like, not everybody responds the same way to this stuff. So that just like we said before, all sounds aren't created equal. <laughs> like, everyone doesn't respond the same way to lo-fi beats. You might think it's boring. Some people like, this is relaxing. Some people don't want to hear the upbeat music. And definitely me, I know I don't want to hear no heavy metal. Like, get that out my ear. That screaming and throwing and all that stuff. I can't do it. Give me some soft rock, oh. I can handle it. <laughs> you said what?
2: I just said, <laughs> my mic don't work. <laughs> That's
0: what I'm going to do now off. When you acting crazy, I'm just going to do heavy metal on your ass. Boom.
1: Y'all <laughs> see how she using this against me? I don't appreciate it. I
2: don't appreciate it
1: whatever friend whatever so we'll get into a little bit more of like how it affects us I thought we just have an open discussion about how you know the sounds that we like the sounds we can't stand like I just said um sounds in movies songs we remember why we remember them all that stuff just like I said I remember all the words to Little Mermaid that was a wonderful time in my childhood I remember all the songs of Pocahontas as well. <laughs> Not the best movie, but that was the closest
2: oh huh? I said Disney had you in the chokehold.
1: Just those two, actually. Oh. The rest of them I didn't really. Watch over and over again. So. Um,
0: it has always been a part of my childhood, like. <clears throat> Um, my parents met in a club. Um, cause my mom, she loved to dance. So my parents literally met at a club. Um, I don't know where they're still dancing to this day. Um, so yeah, music has always been just a heavy, heavy influence, heavy, um, just heavy. Um, I listen to music while I work. I listen to music to fall asleep. Um, yeah, yeah. So music sounds, um, it's been a thing. I've more recently been interested in sound, um, because I'm a nerd. Um, and I've actually, so, bec- the nerd in me, I really love brain and brain development and stuff like that. Um, and even like malfunctions of the brain. Um, so I got really interested in in brain stuff, and sound stuff came up, of course. Um, and I've also been interested because um'm very intrigued by deaf culture. I want to know sign language so bad, y'all. Um, so I, I have actually studied it before, but like most languages, you, if you don't use it, you lose it. And I lost connection with my friend who was hard of hearing. Um, and we would sign together. She was teaching me. Um, so yeah, I don't get to do it much anymore. Um, but yeah, so I've been fascinated with sound for a long time when, you know, having deaf friends and realizing that they can't, the sounds that they can hear because most people, <clears throat> There's varying degrees of deafness, right? You have people who are completely, can't hear nothing. Mm-hmm. And then you have people on this end of the spectrum, you have people who are hard of hearing. Um, and they can hear sounds. They can hear the things. It just may be muffled or it may be really, really low or something like that. Um, so that also has me intrigued by sound. So, yeah, this was... Um,
1: yeah. And also, like, just thinking about how deaf people process sounds, like those who actually speak. I know a lot of people sign, a lot of people read lips, but also those who, you know, try to speak the words because what they hear is muffled, their speech may reflect that. Mm -hmm. A lot of people may, you know, if you're not, if you haven't come into contact with an actual deaf person, you may look at them like, why are they speaking like that? That's why, because... That's kind of what they hear, especially if they have like hearing aids and all that stuff, or they're just trying to mimic what people are saying. A lot of it's mimicking, yeah. Um, so
2: yeah, so that's my self-camera life.
1: Well, I, um, my journey with music started a long time ago, of course. I've always loved music, but what it's a little memory. No, I wasn't even talking about that, but anyway <laughs> um, I think I talked about this in our earlier episodes, probably the first season where I played an instrument played two instruments, actually, but the other one I gave up because it was too damn big. Um <laughs> I played the clarinet from sixth grade until in high school i didn't didn't carry on into college but. Yeah, I played it that whole time, and then I played saxophone for like a year. That was an easy transition, but um, so I just have a connection to music through that, and so I love music that has like live bands in it, you know, has the horns blaring, you know, and I can hear all the instruments as well, so. I love music and um, I listen to all kinds of music. So like I said before, except for the the heavy metal stuff y'all can keep. I listen to everything else. (laughs) But um, now I have more of a preference for like relaxing sounds. So my music of choice is lo-fi beats, especially if I'm trying to concentrate on something. I listen to more R&B now. Not much rap anymore because these these babies coming up ain't, I can't do it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I stick to more R&B now. Lo-fi beats, sound bowl stuff, all of that. And I just love the way that, you know, sound bowls make you feel. Like it's literal vibration through your body. Like you said, it just kind of calms your nervous system, especially when you're in a good atmosphere to do it. So lay out, let them sounds vibrate through your body and you just sit there and take it all in.
2: Yes. All of that. Um, But I also,
1: I know you say you go to sleep to music as well. I think about sound also from... So I listen to a lot of podcasts and I also listen to like, you know, they have sleep stories so you can get the Calm app. They have sleep stories and stuff up there. You have to be careful with that, too, because like you said, like we said, the human voice is the most. Um, it's the hardest thing to like concentrate to, because I tried one podcast of this girl and her voice was just terrible. I was like, I am up. I'm up now. I got to got to switch it out. I have to find the like most monotone person that is definitely speaking at one level in order for me to go to sleep and i found like two podcasts that i like
0: and then don't let the story be interesting because then i'm not gonna go to sleep
1: oh no so one of them i listen to is literally a boring story like she and she tells you at the beginning she's like i'm gonna tell you this story it's gonna be the same story twice so if you wake up you know hopefully it can lure you back to sleep and it's literally just like the stories are kind of like you walking to the mailbox and noticing the nature sounds and all the stuff around you. It's literally just a scene of something. That's it. It's not like, oh girl, we went here and then we met up with Nakia. We met up with, (laughs) we met up with Jakita. We did this, we did that. No, it's not an actual story. I don't
0: know. I can't do the stories. So
1: um, no. I can do certain stories. I can't do like you said, if it gets interesting, I'm gonna be sitting there like, okay, what's happening now? Like they had one that was a meditation a meditative story and I was like, This is the actual story and I want to know what happened. <laughs> so now I'm up again. I can't wow. do it. <laughs> Where do we go after we leave the river? <laughs> yeah. So and I guess since I'm Started with instruments. That's why I bought a harp again. Girl, me and his harp—we have had it out. I'm still learning. <laughs> it's a little bit different for me,
2: but okay. I'm gonna get it. Did you um? Did you ever try your steel drum? Yeah, I've
0: playing it, but like, I'm torn between: Do I just want to like Do I want to learn songs, or do I just want to play for sound?
2: Think you can do both. Because I've never played an instrument, so this is like my first experience with that. Hmm. Make up your own songs. <laughs>
1: you gonna do that in yoga mm-hmm. fucking. Mm-hmm. It'll be and then you see people laid out like <laughs> That's funny. I'm going to need you to learn some songs. So, you know, when we go to our sound portion again, you can play a song. Not an upbeat song. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be breaking out with Beyonce while people are trying to relax. <laughs> 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 Did you imagine? I hit my sound bowl. <laughs> and here you go. <laughs> i'll be like oh my god
2: just wake up y'all <laughs> just wake up y'all <laughs> this ain't gonna work
0: <laughs> we have reached the silly portion of this podcast
1: we have but we just we want to give y'all a little bit of background on how sound affects us because next week what are we talking about McKee?
2: We're going to have a music episode, y'all. She act
1: like she don't know.
0: All right, because I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know.
1: We talked about this oh, a yeah. times. This is what I go through, y'all. Every day. <sighs> Jesus, take the wheel. The offense. Take it,
0: Lord. Take
2: it.
0: You need <laughs> yeah, help, Lord? Because I don't know. Because I don't know. Help her, Lord. <laughs>
1: So I need y'all, y'all need to engage with us online because we be having these discussions. So I'm gonna ask a question of how sound has affected you. What are what are your preferred sounds? Do you like birds chirping? Do you like um, nails on the chalkboard? Do you do you like ASMR stuff? Like how does it affect you? Does it, rip, does it just irk your nerves? To your soul when people do that like me, because I can't stand it. And I don't know why. When I first got on TikTok, they kept showing me all this ASMR stuff. And I was like, why? I'm about to block all these people. I don't want this (laughs) blocking all you loves. Blocking all y'all. Side note, I had to block some I had to keep like these fitness influencers, why do they have several accounts?
0: That's someone in my unboxing um they were asking for so the owner of the account or the account is about we'll say emmanuel <clears throat> a virtual assistant i guess hey this is
2: liviana i'm wanting to know how you know emmanuel
1: <laughs> girl them people be in your inbox like asking for everything but I'm just trying to figure out this one fitness influencer on TikTok. I just it she kept showing up with lives with different usernames. I'm like, how many accounts do you have, girl? So you just sitting on stream, y'all, with 50 million accounts. How? how? Get out and stop yelling at me because I don't like when people yell at me and talking me, telling me I need to lose weight and stuff. Go away. What? Ugh.
2: But anyway. Do we have anything else to add to that um, key to our sound episode? No. You mm-hmm.
1: want to sing a song?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You don't want to add a song to it? Nope. Okay. I just want to hold space if you wanted to sing. Thank you, <laughs> anyway, we're going to ask y'all to share. Y'all know that we ask y'all this every week. Every week, share. Y'all been been doing a little better, but we're going to need y'all to step it up a little bit. So share this podcast with with your friends. Lord, I can't talk. Share this podcast with your friends. Share it in your group chats. Share it in your social medias or on your social medias, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Share it. Just send the link. All you gotta do is send the link, y'all. They can they can even pick what episode they want to listen to, but share it. And when we talk about rating and reviews, y'all know what to do. Go to Apple Podcasts, hit the five stars. If you just want to do that, that's fine. If you want to leave that review and say, "Hey, I like listening to Key and Kiki, and they give me very um, good information. They inform us on everything that we need to know." That's it. That will take you. That will take you. you. (laughs) <laughs> that will take you a second to do. Come on, sis. And Spotify is easy. Y'all ain't got no excuse over there on Spotify. Y'all ain't got no excuse. excuse. Five stars, that's it. You don't even have to write nothing. Okay? Okay. So of course, you pull out
2: this mic again. Hello? I need y'all to go to Spotify and rate and review thank you and ariel thanks you too i
0: did it to yourself that's all i'm gonna
1: say you did it to yourself all right and also don't forget to engage with us y'all we still we still have the question over on spotify you scroll down the episode We got that question there. It might be a poll. It might just be an open-ended question. Engage. Let us know what y'all likes about this episode. Okay? Let us know. And we be on social media talking to y'all. And some of y'all be talking back. But the rest of y'all need to come on. Join the party. Okay? Look at our stories. Look at our posts. Go ahead and say, you know, I like this episode. You know, when we post our clips and all that stuff we we trying to engage with y'all.
2: Where y'all at? Talking to Kiki. He said what? I'm tired of talking to you. <laughs> I'm tired of talking to you too. I talk to you all the time. I know. Somebody else give me somebody to
1: respond to. <laughs> y'all heard her. Don't make her come and take your phone because we already said we're going to start grabbing phones. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Key, I want you to take care of yourself this week, friend.
2: You too, friend. Thank you. (laughs) Don't don't be aggravating people with this mic, friend. I'm not, just y'all. I'm going to have to call and check up on my friend later this week.
1: All right y'all. So don't forget to take care of yourselves. <laughs> Physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, professionally, all of the elise. and
0: now soundly.
1: <laughs> soundly. Yes. Take care of yourself soundly. Y'all throwing them lo-fi beats, throwing them jazz sounds, throwing them them uh relaxing music. Gonna get girl. Go to Spotify. If you use Spotify, they can. They got your own list for you. The stuff that you like. They'll do it for. They even got an AI playlist, y'all. Oh what? Wow.
2: an AI playlist. The AI picture songs for you.
1: Oh, I've used it a couple of times. It's like a little. It's like your per, own personal radio station. <laughs> and they talking to you yeah but anyway y'all take care of yourselves and we will see y'all next week